This is As of Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and we have royalty in the building. We have the East Side Princess, Makeda Ericoy. How yeah, are you doing, me. ma'am? I'm well. How are you? Thank word, you. That introduction word. was very short and amazing. <laughs> short and sweet. Yes. That's how I like to do it, you know? Yes. How are you feeling? Thank you for coming. Welcome. I feel good. I feel mm. great. Um, I'm taking charge of my health, you know? Mm. So very I feel key. good. Very key. <laughs> what, are, what are some of the steps that you've been taking as of recently? Um, definitely fasting. Mm. Mm. So I feel He's real speaking good. speaking to me. I hear you, Lord. I hear you. Okay. See, that was meant for you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I'll take it. I'll receive it because I'm trying to level up spiritually. And yeah. I know um, homegirl just said that to me. She was like, I'm telling you, bro, like, even if it's just like um, once a day, uh, not once a day, once a week. Yeah. She was like, take a day and, you know, just hit a fast mm-hmm. real quick, bro. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. It's good for the spirit. Mind, shout body, out to homegirl. Yeah, shout out, shout out to homegirl. Whoever you be. <laughs> on the higher learning tip, man, yes. on the higher learning tip. But yeah, um, that is something that I've been trying to focus on myself when it comes to just, um, not just the physical aspect of it, uh, but the mental aspect of it, because yeah. that's so key, um, especially in today's day and age. Um, mm-hmm. Being an artist, um, I would imagine, is even more important to have that good mental space of, um, <laughs> <laughs> of, of, of not just creativity, but just being able to balance that. How do you balance um, not making your music, in a sense, um, too therapeutic? Because I, I find that when it comes with a lot of artists, they give the excuse of when I ask them about mental health, when I ask them about um, going to therapy or things like that, what a booth is therapy, man. Um, mm. But I feel like it, it comes a time to where um, you may reveal too much in a sense to where you don't want to be you don't want your sanctuary to be a spot where you're doing healing as well, in a sense. Does that make sense? Like, That's actually, do you go to therapy? Like, is there a balance with that? Um, I have gone to forms of therapy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but it's funny you say that because I cannot create when I'm in need of therapy. Mm. Like, in mm. when I am in need of a therapeutic uh, situation <laughs> or mm. environment. I have a hard time creating. Really? Yeah. So I've never, I'm never really that one like, man, I'm just so down. I got to write. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that's not me at all. Like I'm not making anything mm. <laughs> when I feel down. Complete block. I kind of got to get it together to make music and to make art. Word. So yeah, that, <laughs> hence all the hiatuses. Mm. Hiatus. How do you, I don't know what the plural for that. You said it, hiatuses. Is hiatai. Howdy die. Howdy do. You know? You back now though. You back. <laughs> I mean, I must be in a good place. Yeah, yeah. How did you get back into a solid place to um, being able to create? Because I'm kind of similar in a sense where I'm um, in, in, in seasons of creativity. You know, mm. when I say that, I may not be doing um, the most dominant thing that I would love to create on where to be writing. But even if I'm not when I'm doing that, I'm still doing some kind of creativity. Mm-hmm. Is it like that for you in some sense or do you completely just shut it down? Are you still like painting? Are you still like, you know, because there's so many different forms of art. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like I'm I'm just a very artistic person. Mm-hmm. So even if it's conversation, it's going to be somewhat artful. Mm, you know yeah. so and I, I use my hands a lot i do hair mm. i love to draw but it's kind of the same with like inspiration is a very like imperative mm. 
thing for me to materialize creation. Mm. So I have to be inspired. If I'm not inspired, I'm just going to go to sleep. Work. That's yeah. kind of how. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, like the only thing I'm inspired to do is sleep. Sometimes it's like that, yeah. you know, or just not do anything. Yeah. So I will say, going back to your um, original question, what catalyzed the the spark of creativity? I'll say, mm. um, the pandemic mm. and okay. having that time. Yeah. Literally having time to myself. Word. Because I I was in New York, hadn't had any time to myself at all. Mm. Um not really inspired to create, kind of just creating out of like a survival mode. Like, okay, I'm up mm. here to make it. Mm. <laughs> Air quotes. Word. You know? So you made the move and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I moved to New York in 2016. Okay. And I just came back at the top of 2021. Oh, wow. To Charlotte. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is fresh back. Yeah. So, um, and I was like, I want to go home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm done here. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big thing. I always say, you know, people who know me growing up, who've known me for a long time, know that that's a big deal for me mm. to say Charlotte is home mm. because before I actually made it to New York, I was all, I'm from New York. I'm going back <laughs> to New York. You uh, know, like that, yeah. that was, that was me. Yeah. And it took a lot of living and a lot of, you know, just growing to mm. realize what's home and what I wasn't really feeling about my environment. Mm. And, you know, obviously the pandemic was just like, it's not necessarily just that it was New York, but having that time where everything just shut down, mm -hmm. it was like, whew, like everything stopped. Yeah. Made the world stop for me. Yeah. yeah. And I could actually see and feel my thoughts come together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because before that it was like going to work. When I get off of work, I'm going to take this nap. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Yeah. Straight, straight up <laughs> zombie was, routine. That was yeah. it. And it, and it would be like, I might go out. Yeah. I might. If some, if people drag me out, you know? Yeah. Mm. So. That's how it was for me, man. Like that pandemic, I tell people was the best thing and the worst thing that happened for me. Because at the start of it, like compared to where I am now, like I was underweight because I was still um, drinking heavily. Mm. Um, I was still getting over the pain of losing like one of my best friends. Mm. And so like a lot of people in our inner core group, like that pandemic made it worse for us in a sense, yeah. because like, even though some of the clubs were closed, like the bars and stuff like that, we would just house hop and just drink mm. even heavier. And it got to a point where I was like, yo, like, why do I got two 1800s in my oh, hand? Like, it was like, <laughs> it went like, I seen like, I was able to not like, I think when you're going out and you know, you just get a beer here, you just get a beer there. You, you're hopping around. You're not really tallying up how many beers yeah. you're drinking as opposed to when I'm sitting Your in body the crib. Is, <laughs> yeah, the body is seeing that. It's mm -hmm. feeling that. As opposed to when I'm sitting in the crib or I'm sitting at someone's spot and I'm seeing all these beers laid out or I'm seeing the 1800 go down right. and go down and go now down. Now your mind is I'm registering. Like, oh, like, Ain't nobody helped me with this. Like, I went through this my whole life. Yeah. Oh, okay, I need to get yeah. it together. And I had to be real with myself. It was a reflection. 
mm-hmm. to where, um, like I said, it's the best thing that happened because like I got out of that. And one of the things I created this off of that, off of the pandemic, like this was created during the pandemic. Cause mm-hmm. like I was saying, um, when he passed away, that was somebody I was going to do it with. And then I was just like, I ain't doing that crap without him. Wow. And I was like, nah, he would want me to do that. And so I started the process of doing that really. And it's still, um, the nucleus of it is still checking up on artists, dealing with like, you know, how are you really feeling? You know, everybody say they okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like the artists, particularly the recording artists, is one of the most sensitive human beings out here. Because they deal with a lot of emotions that they're, they're writing their emotions and then they're giving these songs to people. And um, it is a reflection of themselves to where when they perform these songs, people get so in love with them. Yeah. These are actually stages of people's lives that they're yeah. dealing with. That's why Mary yeah. J. Blige was in such a rut of how to be happy again, because people were used to that sad shit. I think that that is so offensive. Yeah. And not just just what you described, but just the way that, you know, you bring up Mary and me remembering how people would respond to her being happy or mm-hmm. wanting her to be back in this yeah I want other the like I just feel like that is so offensive and I yeah. would never even as a fan I would never voice that with my chest yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. damn I wish you was depressed yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> that's whoa. what people were saying that's like wild. give me painful Mary that's like, very wild like that. that's very wild mm-hmm. but I loved um trans you know getting my demons off of me i i love yeah. no more drama mary yeah you know, i of love course. i love seeing the growth of her how she is now still with us looking beautiful looking mm-hmm. vibrant mm-hmm. being happy you know yeah. like she's one of those people that she didn't get she wasn't happy her early years of being yeah. with like a recording artist right and so right i'm all about the growth and yeah. and i think a lot of people a lot of the times people fall in love with these songs because they're they're therapeutic for them and they're still in pain. Mm-hmm. Mary have got Mary may have got through the pain, but that person that's still listening from 19 to 35, she's still dealing with that, that pain. And you know what? It, I think that my generation and our generation of artists, we are kind of tasked with something that previous artists weren't really, and I will I won't even say tasked, but privilege to even think about when they're creating but like we got to be careful what we put in this music yeah mm-hmm. it's like expression is is a thing and i would never tell anybody oh you can't express that on the track you can't express that and give it to your fans but um i'm in a space where i'm like well i don't know if it's really worth me saying that mm, yeah i don't know if it's really worth me saying it in that definitive way so that people can sing it to themselves mm-hmm. and people can sing it back to me when I'm on stage. It's like, is it worth having something catchy and relatable to have like a lifetime of a negative affirmation? Yeah. A lifetime of just calling forth something negative into your life in the form of a song. Yeah. You know, and and there's ways to express what you've gone through, but not affirm it. Yeah, you know, and I feel mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of artists deep right back there. in the mm-hmm. day didn't really have the option to think about that, mm. and I'm somebody who thinks about that. Mm. I don't want to have like a heartbreak anthem. Yeah, necessarily. Yeah, you know, facts. I yeah. I, I don't I, I feel like it's not that much value. It's not more value to me to have something like that um, than it is to have something that's gonna take my spirit and take my fans to another level mentally and spiritually mm. in a positive way. 
Yeah. I feel like that's more important for me right now. Yeah. I feel you 100%. And I think that comes with a, um, you know, with you being who you are as a person, having that time to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And, you know, you took that time to grow, to space out, to get back to music before you know, getting into the rut of the machine right. while being in pain. Right. Um, and I think that is a mistake for a lot of people as well, especially yeah. if, if you blow up off of pain. Right. And then, because a lot of these artists, they blow up off of pain. And, and then imagine blowing young. up, being off pain, and then people just like, yo, we just want, you get signed to Interscope, Interscope's like, give me 12 tracks of pain. Mm-hmm. And then you, like you said, you said something, you said it becomes an affirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, Cuddy was like that. You know, yeah. it's, it's some albums that watching his documentary, like Speed and Bullet, like Cuddy won't even listen to no more. Yeah. Because he's like, bro, like, I've seen I don't want to talk that. about that junk. Because right. it, was a, it was at such a dark time. I was I was speaking that stuff into existence, what I was not only going through, but mm-hmm. about to go through. Mm-hmm. And he about killed himself after that album. Right. And so you got to be careful of your words, man. And you got to take that time to really break and really realize what am I giving the audience that's right. worth it? Right. Is it really worth it? Like putting this in here to where I put that out there in the world because words are powerful. You put that yeah. stuff out there, you know, that stuff turns into energy. It really does. It really mm-hmm. does. And I, and I want to emphasize that, you know, a lot of artists didn't have that luxury to think about that, yeah. to even think about what they're putting in the song and how that energy is going to affect you and your fans and the listeners, you know, like mm-hmm. we're getting into, you know, the information age where we can see and look up what vibration does to the body and what it does to your spirit and yeah, all that. Yeah. Like these artists, a lot of like Mary was a kid. Word. Tupac yeah. was a kid. Biggie was a kid. Yeah. Isn't you know? that crazy? Yeah. I was just talking to my brother about that. Like all the stuff Pac went through, that dude was like 25. Yeah. He died at 25 in the midst of like yeah. so many death threats and stuff going on. Right. He's, he's like an urban myth and a legend. Mm-hmm. This dude was a, was his, his brain wasn't even fully developed yet. Yeah, man. Let alone from being shot five yeah. times, paranoid. Yeah. You know, so many trust issues with that, man. Right. Like, and you think about like, you know, people like NWA and, Nas and Wu-Tang and all, like, these people was in the, like, the pit of stardom as young people. So, how you would even wrap your brain around what we talking about now Mm. is like, and, you know, we're not going to get too deep because, you know, I could could get deep, but I'm practicing reserving (laughs) my talk that talk, you know. I talk that talk. But, you know, we know that there are people that are older Mm -hmm. uh, that know these things and exploit. And we're coming up on a time where a lot of us are dodging that. Yeah. Yeah. It may be taking a long time. (laughs) Yeah, but it's worth it. (laughs) It may be taking a minute, but... (laughs) You know, maybe it, it's, it's going to be something a little different that comes out of this, mm. this generation. So, yeah, I believe that. I believe so. Like you said, it may take some time, but I think with that, that self-love, that self, um, you know, preserving your inner peace, um, it brings other avenues into the realm of I may not need to work with that person. Maybe I can build my own foundation. Um, I hear that a lot with artists now when it comes to um, not really just ownership of your spirit. Cause I don't, I don't, you know, you hear the terms a lot, the terms of like selling your soul. I don't think your soul, <laughs> your soul can be sold. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can give your morals away mm-hmm. to a point to where like you feel soulless. 
Um, and a lot mm. of people go through those situations to where I feel like we're in a day and age now where artists are really sitting back and like, do I really need to do that? Is it really worth that much? And you, I mean, you remind me of it when you said that, like some of these Howard Powers or older, older people that are in certain positions you may not have to go to the left with them. Mm. You know, you can go to the right. The, the task and the journey may be harder. Yeah. But what what person that's building their own foundation it isn't hard you know right. when you're building a house right and, so, and you know uh the saw is sharpened mm. when you the more you go Got through some good quotes on here girl yeah. <laughs> i mean hey I, I write a little bit all right now <laughs> but no like you you know when you when you're experiencing a harder path mm. you know what i'm saying like it reminds me of like a, a tumbled stone Mm. You know, it, if people are into crystals and things of such, but you know, you have a, uh, like the natural stone as it is. And then you have a tumbled stone. Mm. Explain Tumble, that for me. Cause a I'm not tumbled into stone crystals. is like, you know, if you like amethyst or rose quartz or whatever, mm. you can get a smooth stone that they tumbled. Mm. Um, and that's an example of like when people that are actually manufacturing and having it as a product, you know, it looks shiny and it's it's been through some stuff mm. and it's smooth. But then you might have like a stone that you find out in the dirt. Yeah, it's not tumbled yet. It's just jagged, oh, and, yeah, you know. Yeah. And even mm. like you know, pebbles in, in rivers, they're they're smooth and they're round because mm. they're going through all of this erosion and all of this mm. activity. Yeah. So it's the same with with people in your journey. The more you go through, the more you're you kind of didn't. You know, I'm talking about smooth stones and then sharpened salt. It kind of don't. <laughs> but y'all know what I'm saying. I know exactly what you're talking what about. It, I it love works. It. it works in different ways. Yeah, word, man, word. That was a good analogy because that's exactly how it is. You know? I love analogies. They're one mm -hmm. of my favorite things. Yeah, for sure. You know, <laughs> and I'm I'm curious. I want to get back to that. Like, what what caused the move to New York? Like, what do you have relatives in New York? Because you say you used to claim New York back then. Let's get back to that. Yeah. Um. Who? What side of your mom's side? Your your pop side? Both of them? Like. Uh, my whole family is from Hempstead, Long Island. New York. Okay. So, that was the whole strong growing island. up. Yeah, Strong Island. Shout out to Strong Island. Um, growing up, that's all I was really around, and around a bunch of New Yorkers junk talking Charlotte, mm. you know, <laughs> that's just what they do. You yeah. know, that's just, but, um, I am originally from Hempstead. I was born in Hempstead, but I moved to Charlotte when I was two. Right. So I'm from Charlotte. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I grew you're up Char in Charlotte. Charlotte I'm definitely we claim Charlotteian. You. Claiming you, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, hey, my New York family, you from Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so I, everybody said you I'm left from Charlotte. us. You in Charlotte? So, but yeah, I um, I would just hear a lot of stories about New York, and I would visit a lot, and it was always like real exciting. So it's just, and I'm I'm an artist. I'm a performer. I've been a performer since I was a kid. So mm. seeing New York and hearing about New York and movies, and it, you know, it's it just becomes like a a little bit of a brainwash to yeah, like, oh, yeah. I gotta get back to New York, you know. Mm -hmm. So before before I started making music like seriously on my own with the internet and all of that, mm. um, it was like you had to be discovered yeah. to be doing this music thing, you know, like. You got to like somebody got to find you or see you. And mm -hmm. so that was just always like a embedded subconsciously in me from young, just being a young performer and a young 
artist. So it was just always a goal. Mm-hmm. And I gotta I'm, get there, gotta get seen. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm I'm the type of person when I'm in a rut, I'll be in a rut, mm-hmm. but I won't stay there. Yeah. So I, I'll do something drastic like move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I mean before yeah, I, I used to do that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like before I got to New York, I didn't try to move to Atlanta like five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that I was the first Florida. attempt. Yeah. You know, so that that kind of um is what sparked the desire to move to New York. And then, you know, shout out to Apple South Park. They transferred me. I was working at Apple. Oh, and yeah. it was really easy to transfer to New York. Right. So that was just kind of like a stepping stone for me. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make yeah, this happen. Yeah, I can move with a gig, too. Yeah. Like, ain't nothing like moving with a gig, boy. That yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like in there. Mm-hmm. That's what's <laughs> up. What did you learn coming out of that um, mm. as an artist, as a human? And like, what are, what are some things that you added into your rotation of artistry that you took that were positive from New York? And what are some things that are some cons that you learned in New York that you like? I'm gonna leave that shit in New York. I'm like, yeah. Um. <laughs> wow, that's a that's a heavy question because I went through a lot in New York, mm-hmm. a lot of growth in a lot of different areas. So. Yeah, I mean, what like six years? Yeah, yeah. five, five, uh, yeah. half a decade. Yeah. Um. Ah, that's a great. I'm stumped. Mm. That question has me stumped. Like, I can't even fathom what I learned. Mm. It's that, that's, it's weird because I know I learned a lot because I went through a lot. Mm. But trying to formulate words to describe what I've learned mm. is hard because there was a lot of nuanced learning experiences that happened mm. that I don't even know if they... I, Look, I'm taking this as they ain't supposed to be explained. No. That's, okay. what, I, that's, that's what I'm taking <laughs> that's this how it as. Sometimes. And it you ain't me saying it. that. Okay, mm. so don't feel like offended that I don't want to answer the question. It ain't that. Not at all. I'm mm. just going with the NRG <laughs> <laughs> that I guess I ain't supposed to explain that. Mm. Yeah, facts. <laughs> that's facts. the realest answer I could give. Mm. That, means it's, that means it's a plethora yeah. of, of things. I will Usually say that like it was that. a lot. It was a lot. Um, one thing I will say, just more technically, um, writing and mm. deciding that I want to be a songwriter mm. outside of myself. Mm. That is something that I learned about myself while I was wow. in New York. I didn't really like, it's not that I was opposed to being a songwriter for other people or just mm. a songwriter as a title uh, before I moved to New York. But after coming back, I realized how much I wanted to place my ideas on others and how well I'm able to do that and how much I enjoy it. Mm. Mm. That's what's up. And and so that leads me really to my next question when it comes into, we talked about a little bit off air, a lot of people, you're on the list of a lot of people that want to collab, man. Like <laughs> the collaboration list is, is uh, getting up there. You know? Hey. Um, how are you with collaborations when it comes to the city? You know, or- um, I've man, I've been collaborating since I started making music mm. in the city. Um, Geppetto, that was my first like full project collab with the producer, mm. and that's a lot of people's favorite project, the Poria. Mm. Um, shout out to Nige Hood. I gotta give Nige Hood that credit. Mm. He connected me with Geppetto. Right. I've been thinking about that lately. 
Shout out to Naja Hood. Naja been doing it for a long yeah. time. And and yeah. he was actually one of the people that heard my early works and was really like, yo. Yeah, I gotta nah, connect with that. People dude. need that to hear this. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Naja Hood. Shout out to but, Naja. And um Wister Dice. Wister mm. Dice, that was one of my first collabs with Word. him and Geppetto. These are, yo, y'all, Wister, first of all, <laughs> yo, hold on, we gotta take a commercial break. <laughs> Wister Dice. <laughs> Shout out to Wister Dice. Y'all know nothing about that. Y'all Shout need out. to research. Wister, Wister Dice. Giving, Country rap tunes, classic Charlotte material. Giving love where it's due. But yeah, that was one of my first collaborations, Wister and um, Geppetto. Uh, and that was 2010. Mm era 2010 2011 um and i never turned I, I don't really shy away from collaboration i might have too soon though mm. price going up pressing too soon. i mean it ain't demand, even, demand is getting too crazy it ain't even that it it is that because you know i'm realizing that especially at this stage of my career i've learned a lot mm. learned a lot about sound design mm. learned a lot about songwriting song arrangement mm. you know I'm doing all of that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's... You're a part of the... Are you part of the production process as well? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I... Um, and I'm seeing a lot now. I didn't realize this when I first started making music 2009, 2010. Um, I make loops. Mm. I know how to make loops. Let's I was go, making, yo. I was making loops. <laughs> I heard people getting that bag off of loop packs. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's I a very making, lucrative bag. I was bag. making my own instrumentals for stuff that didn't have no instrumental. Word. You know, Word. like just the whole YouTube jacking mm-hmm. and just like garage band chopping yeah, and like I still use garage. I didn't man. even have I'm gonna toot my own horn real quick. I didn't even have a beat machine or nothing. I was just cutting with the with the Mac mouse. I didn't even have a, a actual mouse. That's what I do now. I, I have still, I, I had the Mac the mouse band. and I was c- copying and pasting and flying and doing all kinds of stuff. So yeah. you know. I forgot why I was saying that, but I was doing that. Yeah, <laughs> you were you were adding to the repertoire of things oh, yeah, that you do yeah. as an I, artist. I'm very much a part. Because I asked, of, does you uh, are you a part of the production project? Yes, I am, and I I'm trying to learn more about uh, the technology mm. and the uh, digital audio workspaces mm. uh, because I don't really know how to use those much. But if I did, the ideas are there. And they've always been there. I've always been a producer in my head. Mm. But to actually create, I haven't learned how to use a lot of the the equipment and a lot of the programs. Mm. So a lot of people don't see mm. that I'm a producer, but I'm very much a I can tell. Well. I, I, that's why I asked yeah. the question. <laughs> and that's usually how it is at the start of it. Uh, again, bringing Cuddy up. Cuddy was like that in the beginning. Yeah. He would tell... A lot of the times, like playing pad or like he would tell mm-hmm. Dot, yo, I want this in there. I want that in there. Yeah. Add this in for me. Because he didn't know necessarily the software of how to use it. Right. But he knew the sound of what he needed it to sound like. And so, um, yeah, that's a part of production. Mm-hmm. You know, being that orchestrator or a conductor for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, Quincy, I mean, was like that in the sense yeah. of like, you know, he got to a level where, of course, he played music. But he would direct cast. You right. know, Puff does that. Right. Puff don't really Puff don't be on no boards. The hit squad was on that. But right. at the same time, I give him his credit of being a good orchestrator, mm-hmm. knowing when and where to That's put That's not stuff an easy at. thing. That's not an easy task, yeah. It's not an easy thing. Yeah. It's really not. 
And I've seen people do beyond what I do. And I'm like, damn, that's, I don't even know how you did that. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how you brought those people together or even, you know. Yeah. It's, so it's just imagine, lot. I mean, I'm excited to see like the even more continued process of like you learn even more stuff behind the scenes. Like, Yeah, I'm excited for that too. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're getting to, a, I mean, I would say for me personally, I think the first thing maybe like, been about a decade. I, w- I want to say 2012, the first thing I seen. And so yeah. we're looking at a decade of like, am I, am I right in saying it's probably been yeah. a decade of like you taking the music industry serious and putting your work out. Yeah. With that comes uh, the ups and the downs and the growth as an artist. And part of that growth is knowing the behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of artists don't know that. To yeah. where I feel like it's very needed to know that. Yeah. Not not just in the sense of the creativity room, but the business room as well. Yeah. Um, how have you um, been in that realm of knowing, like, knowing um, when to say when on certain, like, venues or, or you know, when to adjust the price? Mm-hmm. You know, when to know, like, all right, you my boy, but I ain't trying to get overused <laughs> with certain. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. in that, because it is the music business, and yeah. you are in the business. How, how do you balance that of when to do favors and when to be like, this is the price, my nigga, like on some real stuff? I mean, uh, currently occurring currently, you know, yeah. like when the when emotions we, of it now. I'm kind of like, oh, I should think about that right now, yeah. you know. Uh, I took some time, um, leading up to moving back to Charlotte to get my business together uh mm-hmm. my business structure yeah um so that's more of an internal process that i've been working on like you know getting my trademark um yeah get that. getting my escort you know a lot of that stuff i have that now and i had to i had to acquire that and it took a lot of like that's a more private thing i didn't really like have to speak to other artists to get that straight for myself Mm. or artists that I'm collaborating with to get that straight for myself. So that's kind of where I've been at and, and am completing now. So I'm the space that you're talking about is kind of new for me. Mm. So I'm kind of, I kind of want somebody else to help me do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, if you're watching this or you're hearing this, but I know, but I have, I have people in my corner that are ready to do that. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of like suggesting and, and and helping me figure out what I need to do to comfortably do Mm. that. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we getting there. Facts, facts. Cause (laughs) at the end of the day, dream work makes the team work. It's got to happen. And, and if, and get to levels that, I know that you're going to get to that you can get to. Um, it takes that team, you know. No, mm-hmm. nobody does this by themselves. Yeah, um, they can in the beginning mm-hmm. process, and you even later on you can try, but it's going to be very exhausting. You know, yeah. even Chance the Rapper, which, who was crowned like the independent guy, he still yeah. had a team behind him yeah. to get to that level. Oh, for you know? sure. He had the Pats and you know the people in the background, mm-hmm. and that was able to network him to meet the certain like people to give him those cosigns to get him to the levels that he's at today. That actually that. Is- is a hard lesson that I did also learn in New York. In what sense? Cosigns? Um, just realizing that. Teamwork. Realizing that you need a team. Mm, yeah. you, you're not going to be able to pop. You're not popping because you don't have a team. Mm, yeah. Because it was, it, you know, it's frustrating when you've been doing something for a long time and you're kind of still in the same spot and everybody's just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you there. 
still yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and and it's mm. very much like that and i mm. had to realize oh you it don't matter if you're talented or not you need a team i'm you at that stage right now with this where it's like mm -hmm. you know i'm getting certain interviews and i'm getting people that's like you know the love in the city but it's like okay how do i make this national yeah i need a team yeah like, i need i need a marketing team i need a manager i need people that's going to be there that's going to help me build mm -hmm. this thing up to the potential yeah that i can see it mm -hmm. and it's the same with music yeah and I think that is, it's really, if you have a group of people that believe in where y'all can take it, it's so, like, cherish that. Mm. Because it's, like, for some reason, it's hard to get people to understand, like, yo, if you chip in or if we chip in, we can get somewhere. Yeah. You mm. know, like, a lot of people, if it's not about all them. I it's like really it. ain't worth it but i and i'm saying that as somebody who is like sign me up to be mm. a part of something yeah i was doing that a lot in new york too mm. i was like oh you need this i know how to do makeup i know i know how to do hair yeah i know how i to was like write. that down here you mm. know like and like oh we could we could really like that was my thought process mm. you know and i i was able to take away you know small few relationships that appreciated that and I'm still working with those people today. Word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's good in knowing when you go through those experiences with building those um, experience, not experiences, um, relationships mm -hmm. with people, um, you start, especially in the industry, when, when you're dealing with the music industry, you learn very quickly um, not to burn bridges and who is worth burning the bridge mm -hmm. in that sense. I've seen that a lot going through the process. I can't treat people the same way I would treat people with like street stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like dealing with yeah. the industry because like I've seen what people get blackballed. Mm -hmm. I was, is that something that you take into consideration when it comes to like, because um, you, you give me the persona, um, like you have an aura about you even when you walk into the room, it's just like, like just a fearless queen in that sense where it's just like you're doing your thing it. like, <laughs> I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to say my, you know, yeah. I'm, I know y'all, but at the same time, I'm in my element right here. Yeah. And sometimes being, being one of those type of people, um, you, you almost in a sense, um, get ridiculed for being your true self because mm -hmm. you're, you're not with the norm. <laughs> you're not with the people that like are, are going with the flow of things. And sometimes that could be jeopardizing to a lot of people. Do, do, yeah. Does that come into your mind sometimes where it's like, you know what, um, I'm not doing that, but you know. If I did it, I could go quicker to that route. But you know what? I, I got to stick to my guns on this. I feel like I, I, have, I haven't been presented too, too often with uh, opportunities to do something or take an opportunity that could be that. Mm. Um, but I, it is something that I think about and I have thought about. But with me, I am somebody who thinks ahead. Like, I think like 20 st steps ahead when it comes to social and relationships, like mm. social, I, just social environments. Mm. Um, I'm somebody who thinks way ahead before I make a decision or interact with somebody a certain way. So, calculated. Yeah, and, and, and it's not necessarily that it's just calculated to get something, yeah, but I, just yeah. I've already calculated what I'm here to do. Mm. And I've already calculated what I ain't gonna do. Mm -hmm. Way like as a as a kid, yeah, 
just because of how I was raised. You know, like there's already things that I'm like, yep, not doing that. Not doing that. Definitely not doing that. Mm-hmm. So it just makes things easier because it's like when I see things that may come along with certain stuff that I'm not down with, mm-hmm. I'm already like, well, I didn't have it anyway. It was never there. Yeah. And it's not really, I'm not missing it yeah. because I didn't really want that to be attached to whatever I wasn't rocking with anyway. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it, it, it's, it's a lot for people who are not in that headspace. But for me, it makes interacting with people and building relationships easier. Mm. Um, because I don't really have a problem with saying, "Oh, should I? Should should I do that?" You know. Yeah. So yeah. The foundation is built. Yeah, um, yeah. It's already, and I think um, going back to what you said, you said this is something that you've realized since you were a kid. How how key was that? Um, going back to your your household of having that certain structure, because I would imagine that would come back the apple not too far from the tree. Yeah. Of having that foundation, that standard of like, okay, I'm going to stand firm on whatever I do. Mm-hmm. That came from somebody. Yeah, you know? definitely. Um, that definitely came from my, my parents. Mm. My parents are, um, and now that I'm getting older, I understand my mom a lot more. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Same with to, me. Shout out to my mom. Yeah. Legacy Travel and Tours NC if you want to book a trip. Word. Let's yeah. get it. I'm giving commercials today. Let's yeah, get I'm it. Plug, plug them, plug them. But yeah, um, my mom and my dad, they're from what others say to me, they're good people. Mm. Just growing up hearing other people that know my parents, grew up with my parents, saw my parents grow up, mm. you know, I've had the pleasure to interact with some of those people and just the reputation that my family has and my parents have. They built that from what they're, they've instilled in me. Mm. And I could tell, you know, because everybody that knows my family and my parents, they always say the same thing about them. Like, yo, it's good people. Like, mm. oh, I love your parents. Yo, I remember your parents used to do. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely started with. Your, mom, my, your mother and your father still together, if you don't yeah. want to have My mom and dad just uh, celebrated their 50th in April. Woo. Yeah. Dang, that's beautiful, yo. Yeah. That's some movie stuff right there, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. That's still happening. And, and you know, blessed. like, that structure was very prevalent. Mm. You know, I'm the last of six. Okay. So Big family. I got, I'm sure, I got a very different experience from my brothers. So mm. I'm not going to say my parents is perfect, but what I saw growing up, I grew up kind of like an only child. Mm. So yeah. my brothers was grown, and then I got my experience. Yeah. So my parents learned a lot. Mm. And what I did get, it was very um, like the moral structure, spiritual structure, mm. just all of that set me up for who I am now. Yeah. Surely. Facts. Yeah. It was the same with me. Um, I'm the youngest of five and um, I have a younger sister, but I still call her that. Oh, I call her the younger older because she <laughs> I feel like. And as I got older, I realized like everybody has their own path, but I just feel like she just got it quicker. For if, I don't and know. She, how to is, she's actually the youngest. Yeah, she's actually the youngest, but See? still, like she See? was on some like, I know I'm gonna do this. I'm going to school. I'm gonna be a lawyer. This was gonna pop. Like she just crossed the T's, dotted her eyes very early. Shout out to my sister for that. <laughs> but, but with that being said, aside from her, the older siblings, 
it was a decade difference yeah. because my mom and my dad had this whole nother life mm-hmm. before us. Mm-hmm. And so by the time like my mom had me, like my mom was in her thirties. Like she yeah, was me matured. Too. Uh, you know, she me was a believer of Christ. She was daggone like on her, like calm down, yeah. like to where I had a little bit more structure and right. she, she knew how to do it a little bit more. She, right. was, she was in her full rotation of motherhood mm-hmm. as opposed to probably my, my brother and my sister who had her probably like at 21. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so with that, that structure and that foundation was built. And of course, like we're not, I mean, we're not perfect. I straight to the left, straight to the right. Yeah. Um, but the foundation of what I was raised in was always rooted in me. And mm-hmm. I never forget that. And I think not never forgetting that is the reason why I didn't um, fall for some of the traps yeah. of the enemy. Not necessarily the the enemy of like, you know, um, you know, the music industry, but just, you know, spiritual thing. This thing's oh, yeah. spiritual for me at the end of the day. Absolutely. And so Eddie Murphy said it best because they were like, man, you've been in the game for so long. How is it that, you know, like you're you, you didn't like blow your head off or like you know go insane and stuff man you know because like eddie eddie was a team when he blew right eddie murphy was like and this is something kind of like with jordan for me for the last for the last dance like i didn't i didn't grow up in that like i knew it was around right until i watched the last dance i forgot how dominant jordan was Mm -hmm. and i'm doing that now because i'm a real big fan of stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. with eddie murphy i forgot how huge eddie murphy was yeah to where i was like dang like this dude blew at 19 like how did he and they asked him how'd you have that structure he was like well the foundation was there in the beginning he said i never strayed to the left straight to the right because of my foundation my parents i gotta give all that to my parents um, they went through their mistakes with Charlie, he said. <laughs> oh, so by the time, because he was the youngest, yeah. so by the time they had Eddie, like they kind of had a full more adjustment to it. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to Charlie, Charlie was a street nigga. Like, yeah. like he yeah. was the, he was the complete opposite of Eddie. Right, and right. So that's yeah. very key on having that foundation at an early stage. Man. I agree. I agree, and I definitely um, am a testament to that. Yeah. I believe living proof. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> hey, shout we out both. to shout out to the parents. Yeah, man. Shout, shout out to the parents. We appreciate you. Yeah. Shout out to the ones that when I gave my grow. parents hell. I did too. Yeah, I went I through gave it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm trying to make it up. My mother thought I was about to check out of here, boy. Back on a couple of times, man. So yeah. Kudos. I wasn't. I wasn't like my brothers though. Cause they too gave them hell. Oh yeah, boys I, I really gave gonna them give a it. different kind of hell. I, I, it, you know, from what I gather, I was the only girl. This was their first run at a girl. So you so. got you got five brothers and yes, <laughs> five brothers. You the baby girl. Yes, I know they elbow dropping dudes for you. <laughs> well, see, that's why it was nothing but East Side until I graduated high school. It was nothing but the crib. Yeah, that's about it. So yeah. you know, and I, Ooh, you they you they baby girl. Ooh, you man. they baby girl. You all of, you the family's baby girl. I t- <laughs> fun fact, and you know, if I'm lying, I'm dying. When we left New York, it they had a black party, mm. right? Because everybody knew my family in Hempstead. Mm. So when we was leaving, it was like a huge black party. But before that, I I had just got here, right? Mm. So they know my family. They know the five little knuckleheads running around. <laughs> they knew my mom and dad. Like mm-hmm. fr- like my parents grew up in this town. So Word. yeah, when I came, everybody was like. Yo, they had a girl, yo. Like, people coming to the house. Yeah, people like, yeah. yo, you had a baby girl. That's crazy. Y'all finally had a girl. So, it's like, 
it's very much like that mm. in my family. Yeah. Like As that energy, yeah. the whole princess thing, like mm -hmm. it's not just like Israel. Mm. <laughs> it's Literally, real. And yeah. it was definitely like that growing up and not in a fun way. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not in a like, you know, glitzy and glamoury way. You know, I had a great childhood. Yeah. Like, you know. But it was more like very sheltered and very like a molding process happening with me. Mm. So, um, you know, when I got my experience with my parents, they were trying to figure me out as a girl. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. they had figured some like things that, out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They figured some things out, uh, but others, they were like, okay, this is new. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's funny that you said what you said about your younger sister um, figuring stuff out like quick. Because mm. I'm just like, I'm just looking like, Okay, is it the internet or like <laughs> because I didn't like some things I'm y'all look like y'all struggling with. Mm. But I ain't gonna go <laughs> I ain't gonna go too deep into that, but I just will say it's funny that you said that about your sister because maybe we just, just figure stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Quicker than the other ones. Mm -hmm. And like I said, <laughs> she ain't that much younger. Like yeah. she only a year. But yeah. uh, I just think I just think some people are ordained for whatever they're ordained yeah, for. They for just sure. catch on to it earlier. For sure. And um, she came into it with the focus early on, you know, like she was very like school and ain't nobody perfect. But at the same time, her. she I think she knew what she was going to do at an early age. You know, just yeah. Like, yeah, I want to be involved with this because even when she was younger, like before she had graduated, she knew she wanted to do something with law. She may mm -hmm. not have knew the type of lawyer she wanted to be at that time, but mm -hmm. she still knew it, it, I wanted to do something dealing mm -hmm. with helping people in some kind of whether it be injury, whether it be civil, something of that magnitude. And so, um, yeah, man, some people get that thing early on. I feel like that that purpose is in everyone. Yeah. It just takes a lot of time for others to figure it out. Right. You got to go through your trials and errors. Right. And then some people run from it. Some people know exactly yeah. what they're supposed to be, and, and they yep. run from that purpose. You yep. know? So. Well, shout out to your sister for picking something that was going to get get a life right because <laughs> i knew what i wanted to do too and we, yeah. we still here because <laughs> of what i what i picked <laughs> hey but you know this is the evolution of of woman as i say i usually yes. say the evolution of man but we have the we have the lovely lady on today so it's the evolution of woman you go through those things yes, for the you, you look back on it like you said it wasn't i wasn't the princess of what you guys thought yeah but I bet you look at on you look back on it and be like I have no regrets with that. Absolutely you know, not. Raised. Absolutely not. Mm. I had, like I said I had a, a great childhood. Mm -hmm. You know even if some parts of it wasn't fun. Mm -hmm. You know when Same. you're a kid anything that is not what you want to do is like the end of the world. Yeah yeah. So mm. you know it was very, it was very much like that. But you know I went through necessary things and learned necessary things growing up that build that foundation for me to a lot of things are easy for me. Yeah. I was just talking to my dad probably like a couple weeks ago about um, I was telling him, I was like, you know what, man? I was like, you did a uh, good job of not stopping giving me advice, even though mm. I, I didn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, Ooh, yeah. Because a lot of the time. Um, especially when I was younger, I'd be like, what is this nigga talking about? Like, you know, <laughs> I'd be like, bro, I don't want to hear that. That was like, definitely you know? me and my mom. Oh mm -hmm. my God. I used to be like, girl, I don't, you don't appreciate it I when you're younger. I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, bro, like, I don't want to hear none of this, bro. Like, yeah, man. but he, he's doing it for the greater good because mm -hmm. he doesn't want to see you, 
you know, I would equate it to like if there was a daggone dog and I've already been here, KB's been here, and we're calling you like, yo, like I'm letting you know there's a dog outside. Right. Go to the left instead of the right so you get past that dog. And it was really stuff like that mm -hmm. for, for, for life purposes. Mm -hmm. But at that same time, my spirit was closed mm -hmm. in the sense of um, I was living more in a tangible state. Yeah. You know, um, um, uh, fleshly mind. Yeah. I, I wasn't, he was giving me like jewels, like for like my spirituality. Mm -hmm. Where now, as I grow up as a man, I'm like, okay, I see how that fits with the natural. That. Yeah. How you, you <laughs> intertwine the two and you take the, you take what you learn from them and, you know, you add your own thing to it because we're all different at the same time, but the core is still there. Yeah. And so that's what I learned to do. And I, and I told him I appreciate that, man, because, you know, Gotta life is short. Life is yeah. short. You don't know when he's, my, you know, I, I'm fortunate to still have my both of my parents living. You Me know, too. a lot of these cats. You know, I know like my homie. He was born in an orphanage. Like he wow. had, he had, he's been getting in the mud. Like you know, he 18. Like they kicked him out. Right. He's been doing his thing. Right. Like, and I look at him and be like, man, like because he got his, he got a career. Like he, he's had that mind state like my sister, where it's like, but he ain't had nobody in the mm. sense of like. I got to get this going. I got mm -hmm. like he was one of those dudes like twenty in the mid twenties got a house like all that stuff. But Shout out to him too. what what else did he have? You know right. what I'm saying? At what that else you was gonna do? He had, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. What he going? He either gonna be homeless right. or he gonna hit the block or like he had no other choice. It was either like fight yeah. or flight. Yeah. And so and it's beautiful to see people react to life that way mm -hmm. as opposed to letting it take them over and take it them takes under. It's over a lot of people, yeah. man. We see the stories all the time. We see the people yeah. of like. You know, it, it takes it, it about took me under, man. You mm -hmm. know, it about took me the addictions, and you know, that's stuff yeah. can be something crazy. Yeah. Where like it about took me under the rut to where it's 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 fortunate when you can get out of that. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't get out of that stuff, man. That's true, man. So kudos to the people in your life, whether it be parents, sisters, brothers that you know that uh give you those advices and, and, and lessons that you can learn and, and be a better person man. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. Sound like you had that. Sound like you had that structure. So that's yeah. what's up. And my brothers are knuckleheads, but they definitely part of that foundation. Word. You know, they you know, they was there when hip hop was, you know, doing doing that thing mm -hmm. called cre being created. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I a lot of that foundation, like my music taste and just my style and all of that, you know. Word. Definitely come from my siblings too. Yeah, you have a good mix of um, you have a good mixing style when it comes to even your dress code. You know, you can that. you can be on your like had a hat on, do your <laughs> your, your like your nineties vibe, but at the same time, you know, I seen you in that white suit. Okay. I said, I you seen you get done. I seen you got the toes out on the way. All right, she now cleans you, up nice. You clean up when you want to now, and yeah, so man. that's that perfect mix, though. I'm trying, man. I'm just a striving, you know. I'm just striving and everything. What was the influences <laughs> on that tip? They like, because you know, some people they like, this is the type of artist I'm gonna be. This is the type of like um, clothes I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna stick with that. Mm -hmm. um, what do, what were influences from you? Not just like dress code wise, but artistry that mm -hmm. you looked at as a uh, female artist. Like, you know what? I'm gonna take bits and pieces of this and add my own thing to oh, it. Oh, definitely, because I'm a master imitator and I will take everything that I love. If I love you as an artist, Word. so early on, I you could not tell me I wasn't Erica Badu. What <laughs> you couldn't tell me that I wasn't the baby Erica. So Erica for sure, and I would say, um, from the start of me actually making stuff, mm -hmm. it was definitely like the Erica, like Sade and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, Lauren, obviously, mm -hmm. um, all of the you know Jill. 
Definitely Jill, India Ari, mm. all of that. She don't so, get enough praise, man. Yeah, man. India Ari was definitely, and she was, she was giving positive affirmation. Mm. You know, she found a way to break through in in a time where you know i feel like it was a little more accepting of the positive you know the neo soul thing was happening Mm. when she was popping yeah so you know because people weren't brainwashed (laughs) like they are now so people actually allowed themselves to enjoy positivity Mm. (laughs) you don't think she could pull that off right now um it's not that i don't think she could or maybe it it would be so commercial as like because she had a good commercial run as well not as big as it could have been but would it be bigger at this time i feel like people have allowed themselves to be convinced that they're not into that Mm. as on a consumer level and that's the only reason why I feel like it would it would just be harder for an India RE, somebody who's already India RE, like she mm. could come out and something gonna pop. Yeah. But for a new India RE or a new somebody like that, I feel like we're in a space where people have convinced themselves that they're not into that. Mm. Or they've allowed themselves to be convinced that you're not into that. You're into this. Yeah. You're into you're into this stuff, you know? And I mean, it's clear that that's what's going on. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it, it it's not possible. I, yeah. I definitely think that it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think it it's will. gonna happen because it's a pendulum. Like everything is a pendulum. People gonna get tired of this other stuff that's yeah. going on, and then they're gonna want to see something else. That's how the world works. It, yeah. it moves in circle. It repeats itself. You know, even with fashion. You know, people mm-hmm. we see baggy coming back. You know, it was. Yeah. A, you know, we went through the jerk skinny phase, and now it's, it's intertwined of like in between the two. <laughs> yeah. And so I, it's the same with music. People want sooner or later your spirit because people forget you still got this spirit, and after a while your your spirit ear is gonna want to itch for something different. Yeah. Now what the industry has done a good job of nowadays because they've realized that. Okay, as and I think me and KB would kind of talk about this with one of my previous artists about um, can you still be a superstar without the radio? Mm. And in the sense, they were both agreeing that um, a star maybe, but not a superstar in that mm. sense. You would still need a radio, um, but the radio for the most part has become obsolete. Yeah. Um, but what have the industry has done a good job of now is intertwining with these social media platforms with the streaming platforms Mm -hmm. to where, as you said, um, not making it cool in the sense of like in the radio back in the day, they would just not play the NDIRES. Now the new sense of it would be not putting her on the playlist Mm -hmm. or, you know, not, Mm -hmm. not shadow banning her in Mm -hmm. certain aspects. And so even with that, and then you go to the, the levels of the umbrella where it's rooted to it's Atlantic. You start seeing Atlanta is Atlantic is entwined with Instagram mm-hmm. and, and Interscope is entwined with TikTok. So it's like even to a degree, the labels are to. still found their way to crust their ass in in these yes, daggone platforms. That's exactly what they did. Crust they ass all up in there. Still. Somehow. Yes. That's definitely uh that's how they doing it. Yeah. That's how they doing it. And I you know, I don't know if I'm getting shadow banned or blackballed or whatever, or if, if niggas is just not telling me my shit is not good <laughs> at this point. Because yeah, you know, just people like tell honest. me, yeah, like people tell me, you know, my stuff is good. They tell me that my brand is great. They tell me all these things, but nobody ever tells me what I'm 
not doing or what I'm doing to prevent me from getting further than mm. where I'm at. Um, so I'm just like, okay, I'm going to take that as I'm getting shadow banned. Mm. I'm going to take that as people just like, hmm, we're not going to put her on the playlist. Mm. I, I mean, that's all I have to go off of because yeah. nobody's really telling I mean, obviously, I don't have any visuals. Mm. We all know that. That's a thing. Yes, I know that that's part of it. But that is a part of the game. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like how many people have like acquired certain things uh, from the material being good? You know, and I'm just like, so is it just I'm in this space where it's good, but it's not that good? Mm. <laughs> you know, just trying to figure out, like, yeah. what is it? Because I ain't got no money right now. Yeah. So it's going to the, it's gonna have to be the tunes yeah. somehow. But, like, nobody ever really has any kind of feedback in terms of the actual music. Mm. Uh, obviously, I need a team. Mm. But how I'm going to get that? Mm. And, like, really... You know, like, so I have to have a nine to five to mm. pay some, like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's just what it is. But as a, somebody from my standpoint, sounds like a lot of that. Oh, they're not, people not into that right now. People mm. not, it's good, but we're not going to put it on the playlist. Mm. We're not going, yeah. you know, we're not going to headliner. We're yeah. not going, you know, so we're we not going to pay her. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Talk about it now. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It's just, it's just things happening. Yeah. Observing things. Mm -hmm. It's all good, though. Yeah. It's all good at the end <laughs> of the day because at the at the end of the day, um, you're learning this stuff at the perfect time, I feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going mm -hmm. through these experiences at the perfect time right before you get to the level of, and that's going to come, the team, getting the right people around you because all these people and uh, – feel like it was D I was talking about with Wiz Khalifa in general like the reason he got to the level he was at because he found his team early on yeah. he found the he found the Chevys he found the um the Sledrons the the Cardo got beats and stuff yeah. like that he found a cameraman and he found a good manager in Will and they built that shit up from the ground yeah. up and shout and out so, to them for believing in somebody to make them the product mm -hmm. you know like I feel like it might be a shortage of that. Yeah. You know? I think everybody wants to be a star. Yeah. Um, and are not realizing um, that everybody can't be Michael Jordan. Yeah. You know, you know it's fine being Steve Kerr. You mm -hmm. know, it's, it's fine being Phil Jackson. Yeah. You know, because Mike, as good as Mike is, like, he may need somebody to call some plays for mm -hmm. him. You know, that's what a manager is for. Nowadays, right. somebody wants to be the manager, the photographer. They want to dag on be the musician. They want to, you know, um, that's fine to showcase your talents in all that realm. But what what is the real mission? Right. Like, what is the true mission with it? And so I feel like you, you definitely will find that team because... You have the Slowly talent. but surely, we 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 yeah. building it. We getting there. Yeah, and we're talking about Charlotte here. Yeah, like, and, and, like you may have been born in Strong Island, but you yeah. know, like I know, the process of um, being a musician in Charlotte, um, it definitely makes you have that crocodile skin. Charlotte is a tough crowd. Yeah, it'll get it'll build you up in that crocodile crocodile skin very quickly. Charlotte's a very tough crowd, man. Yeah. And I ain't even really realized it. I wasn't even experiencing that when I first started making music. Yeah. I kind of just like popped off. Yeah. Like on a social level and everybody just knew me. 
from what I was doing. And I didn't really realize how tough of a crowd Charlotte is. Kind of now that I'm back. Mm-hmm. Like this year. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because it's not like it's that much different. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm just further along in my process. Yeah. And I'm experiencing new things. Um, and Charlotte's a very tough crowd. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> but one thing I will say is that um, what's different from 10 years ago is that I feel like um, it's more, even though it still can be clickish to a degree, at least some of the clicks are a lot more open mm-hmm. to collaborating with talent mm-hmm. and realizing stuff um, as opposed to realizing, hey, you're talented. Um, I'm not going to tell you which direction to go. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I actually love the communities that are developing in Charlotte, yeah. though. I will say that. Slowly but surely, it's it's coming into full yeah. effect, like how it should be. Yeah. You know, and I think it starts like, shout out to, you know, shout out to the cast like Luke. Who who got mm-hmm. to certain points and then they come back and like you know they get a they get a photographer like a Mark Prosper and mm-hmm. like they yep. they they let cats like a Devin get on tracks and like right. he's he's one of the cats like a Ferrar who's done a good job of making sure he still puts Charlotte people in positions and mm-hmm. and that's the key of it of building a team is having those people in position in your city. Yeah, and um, I think it's getting there. It's a slow process, but it's still getting there yeah. for people like yourself to when you're evolving into the business because you've been evolved into an artist. Now you're evolving into the music business of mm-hmm. it. Um, it'll be a little bit smoother of a transition for you. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. And I think that now that I'm I'm here in this space, uh, I have an opportunity to really show people what value I bring. Mm. Uh, you know, beyond just in front of the mic. Yeah, You know, like there's a lot of value that I could be bringing to people, you mm-hmm. know, and it doesn't necessarily have to do with me performing or doing a feature. Mm-hmm. It's a lot there, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm just I'm just excited for people to figure that out. Word. Word. I'm excited for you, yo. Like Thank I said, the, uh, seeing the progress. I feel like the most recent pro- project was demos. Mm-hmm. And, and with that, um that was a good project. It was well, it gave, I feel like it was almost like um, two projects in one Mm. because it gave different sides of you. And it gave for me what every emotion uh, consumer would want. Yeah. And I feel like you gave, because you gave us almost like 20 tracks of, of like, it was not 20 tracks. I feel like it was close to that. It was in the team. I'm glad you feel like it was more good. Yeah. I feel like it was close. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was, I think it was maybe like nine, nine, ten, ten. Yeah, I'm glad. But you know what? That's I'm glad you feel like. Maybe I listened to it twice. Maybe you did. (laughs) Maybe it felt like. Oh, there's a chopped and screwed version. That may be what it was. Maybe it just went into the chop. Maybe it went into that. I thought it was. Shout out to uh, Chop Stars and DJ Syrup. That may be what it was. But even with that, um, that being the most recent project with demos. what can you see yourself in the realm of? Because that was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Creatively coming in. What have you been working on, I should say? Because I feel like the coming out for that was good. Mm-hmm. We know you can perform. We know mm-hmm. you have the stage presence. Um, what have you taken out of that project to where you can um, make into the next one that you're probably being in the process of doing now? Um, definitely. Or what is next? Is, is there a project now? Or are we going to the visuals, as you said, what people have been asking for. I don't know. Because it's a lot that you can still do with demos. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, the honest answer is I don't know. 
But I'll tell you what I think. Mm. Um, with demo, basically, uh, I was working on demo for a very long time. And nearing the end of my journey in New York, I realized that um, I want to pitch songs to mm. artists. So some of the songs that are on demo, I was writing for other artists. That's why mm. it's called demo. I was going to ask that. Too. Yeah. So that I was, was about like, to get all deep with it. I was like, did you feel incomplete while making it? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like absolutely. a demo. <laughs> yes, I did. And I was, you know, trying to write some of these songs to pitch to other artists and place them and start my songwriting career mm. um that didn't fall through so i was like well i'm just gonna make it an album because i'm a project-based artist everything that i make it has to be an album mm. it has to be a project so i'm not like a single lucy type of person mm. i have to make a body of work okay uh, it's obnoxious but i love it you know? i mean you know i was like art. hey this is a project all these Lucy's that I have that don't nobody want. This is a project. Mm. It's a moment. So that um, became demo. And it's kind of like, okay, well, since nobody wants to hear my demo, I'm going to drop my demo. So here's my demo world. Mm. This is my demo. You tell me if you like it. Mm. Since this, this, it's, that's what y'all on. Yeah. So yeah. that was the energy of demo. And... Um, my songwriting process I started to really For a long time I really didn't have A songwriting process I just kind of like Wrote Very spontaneous Yeah like still keep be, that Little bit of that No I'm like That's the Straight annoying. structure now I'm like yo I gotta make I gotta write something Like I'm a songwriter now mm, okay. <laughs> Like I gotta do like Melodies I yeah. heard Pharrell say Start with your melodies He did say I that I never used to do that mm. I never. That's why it's always taking me so long to write because I'm writing like a rapper, mm. and then trying to put melodies to it. Mm. If you go back and listen to my early stuff, I'm saying a lot of words, <laughs> trying to put melody to that. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, making it hard for myself. So I'm like, you know what, girl, just 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 sing. Take some of them words out. Just take just take. Yeah, you sound stupid, but yeah. it doesn't matter. So mm. that's kind of like what demo sparked. And like now I'm in this space of like collaborating a lot, mm. collaborating a lot. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming out. Hopefully I know, I know some of them are coming out. I think some of the others are coming out. So mm. just like writing a lot in the studio, um, not being afraid to say, Hey, I have more suggestions other than like my hook. Mm. Yeah. Do you mind if I arrange the beat? Do you mind if I, like, suggest to stretch this hook yeah. out? You know? Like, not being afraid to do that because that is what I do. Mm. And unless I do it, people aren't going to know that I do that. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of been where I'm at with it, with, like, creating. But I'm also working on projects, mm. multiple. So a lot of collab going on. Yeah, a lot of collaboration. A lot of... You know what I feel works really well for me is when I collab with one producer. Mm. Um, so I'm definitely doing that right now. Yeah, and there's, I can see that. There are two specific projects that I'm working on uh, mm. with two specific producers. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see. Charlotte, Charlotte producer? Um, one of them, yeah. Okay. I ain't even gonna guess. I'm just gonna wait for it. Yeah, just, you know. I'm excited. It'll, it'll, it'll unfold. Hopefully. 
It will. It definitely. <laughs> no, I mean, no, I mean, I quit. <laughs> Please don't. You Please know, don't. but no, I'm I'm definitely headstrong on these. These are these projects. I feel are going to be like the most. Uh, what word can I use? The the most developed version of my artist self mm. thus far. I can see I that. Feel. I feel. That makes sense because I was just about to say, um, even with the previous work that I've heard from you, um, and just from hearing you talk about it with demos and how it sounds, um, you can see where you added more into of the structure yeah. when it comes to the format, yeah. the melodic, um, mixing in, making sure, um, fl- just like an ocean, flowing yeah. better with the production of it. It's, it's a lot smoother off okay, the Okay, good. And in that sense, I feel like we're finding you or seeing you, I should say, really get into your element of yeah. knowing who you are. Like, not not really know who you are as an artist, but I feel like people say, like, getting it where it clicks. Yeah, yeah. Sense. You know, like, it's funny. Everything clicked in the motion of, like, yeah. that time. Yeah, I'm, and I mean, it's funny you say that because I definitely did not feel like that making a lot of the tracks because... Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff that you hear from me most likely is five years old. Mm. So by the time y'all get it, it's already been being, it's already five years old. Really? Seven wow. years old, you know? Mm. And I'm kind of coming out of that, even though these projects, uh, a lot of the songs are also like five years old. Mm. <laughs> but that's just how I work. I sit on stuff. I mm. sit, I sit, I sit, and I live life. And I figure out how I feel about it. Mm. And um, with demo, I wasn't really there. Mm. I was. I had moments like I feel like after party is a moment where it was like really like oh yeah I'm in there. Mm. But uh, just like as an artist and just like on cue like writing in the studio, it, I was not there. Now I'm like yeah, you know like writing melodies, song structure. It's I'm like ooh. Ooh, this is new. Like yeah. I wasn't like this before, you know. It's a, and it's a sense of excitement. I would imagine. Yeah, as it's well. very exciting because yeah. I look. I really don't listen to anything but my own shit. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You over here like Wayne? I don't, listen, I don't <laughs> listen to music. I stopped listening to music in 2013. <laughs> like people be That's asking how me Wayne what you're is, listening to. Wayne don't like, listen to nothing. I don't listen to music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it sucks because I really used to like. I was a LimeWire kid. Mm. Like you know, RIP to my mama computer. Cause <laughs> that was definitely me. Yeah. So I used to really, but I feel like that was a time where I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That was an error. Bro. Yeah, it was a lot of viruses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that time period for me, I was just like, like, I was just like yeah. inhaling music, inhaling yeah. doom, inhaling most death, inhaling mm-hmm. tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the first time I'm encountering this stuff mm-hmm. on my own. You know, as a high schooler. Mm. So that was that era. And I'm just like, okay, now I want to make stuff. Mm. I'm tired of listening to stuff. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, okay, well, I'm really listening to this, thinking about what I could do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) But I can't. But then I got the means. And now it's like, I don't really want to listen to anything else. Mm. Yeah. It sounds a little self-absorbed. but. It's, it's all a, it's, it's all in the spirit of creating because yeah. I'm in a place where now I don't like watching TV. Mm. I don't like playing games. I don't like uh, listening to music. If I'm not making something mm. or sleeping, 
I don't want to do it. Yeah. If it ain't a nap (laughs) or making music or making something or even it don't even have to be music. It could be uh, drawing. I'm I'm getting back into drawing now. Mm. Uh, It could be I have a garden. You know, if it ain't making something be something else, I'm not really interested in it. So, yeah. I feel you. I mean, a lot of artists are like that. Like I said, I mentioned Wayne. And Wayne said, um, he said the same thing to you. Uh, same thing as you said when it came like, I, it may come off as self-absorbed. He said, but one of the main reasons I don't do that, he said, because I don't want to hear something. And then you have a habit of trying to mimic what you hear. Yeah. And he says, so I don't listen to other artists for the simple fact of not out of disrespect. When mm-hmm. I, when I say, I don't know who that is. I really truly don't know. Cause I don't listen to nobody else. Right. And I don't want whatever they have going on to get into my creativity. Cause then people be like, Oh, that's mimic from that or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and it's very funny because that's not even a reason why <laughs> like yeah. me, like I, I, I get excited when I like something. Mm. Cause I don't like shit. So I get excited when I like something because I'm taking everything I like from that, you know, Mm. but I don't, but what I've always done, even since the beginning of like, you know, with the whole Erica Badu and all of that, like Mm. I pay homage in my music to Mm. what inspires me. The influences. So it's not like I'm just like, I make a direct reference. I got this from you Mm. and I'm putting it in this, you know? So if I am enjoying what i'm hearing it inspires me to make something and i don't shy away from that word so you know because i i don't see what i do as biting if Mm. i do take inspiration from something um because being a person of analogies and concepts and things i am able to abstract something enough to where there's still merit in what i did with it Mm. it's not just biting but i took something and you wasn't going to do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not even like I bit you. I did something yeah. completely different, but it's inspired by what you did. And I'm also paying homage in that. Like people mm-hmm. are going to say, oh, she got that from such and such. And I want people to say that. Yeah. So when I make references, so it's 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 not even like I listen. I don't listen to music because I don't want to because I'm waiting to hear some shit I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you like, want to hear something. New yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get inspired when I hear like. Brent Fias, for example, like mm. I wasn't really a big Brent Fias, like when he first came out, but like the the new project and like the new visuals that he dropped, fire. You like? And it? I was so excited to see that I liked it. What would you rate I don't it? Like nothing. Hmm? What would you rate it? I haven't listened to the album yet, mm. but like, and I know Price of Fame that song is like a little older, but like mm. the visuals, I feel like I give it like an eight. Okay. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I'm the only person that likes that album right now. Really? I like Dang. shout out to the ones. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all been giving uh-oh. me flack on that. I uh-oh. mean, ain't no uh oh or anything like that. Ain't no beef. <laughs> I mean, I've been a Brent fan though for a minute. Yeah. And so like I, I told the person that I was talking to previously that was like it was trash. Um uh-oh. I was like, um, I'm probably biased because of like You've I, seen I liked his earlier, like I, I seen that I seen it coming. The level yeah. that he's he's trying to touch a level that um for me this is his beauty behind the madness mm. like when abel was doing his thing mm-hmm. and you're gonna leave some people behind when you're crossing yeah. a commercial commercial level that's true and so i feel like wasteland is his i'm gonna have my core 
but I'm trying to get a Grammy. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you doing that, you you do leave some people behind to where like, especially your core group, because the people that are saying this are Brent fans. Mm. They're just like, man, I wasn't feeling it like that. And, and then, you know, I told yeah. them to listen to it in the car as well. I, li- I like yeah. listening it to it in different areas. Yeah. Because you yeah. get different emotions when you're driving at night listening. That's to true. Things. That's true. It so. take me, sometimes it take me a couple listens to really be like, oh, I like this. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like that too with music. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta listen to some stuff a couple of times in different yeah. areas. Yeah. I think that that may be the Leo in me. Like I, I listen to it in the car, mm-hmm. headphones. It'll be the same song. It yeah. take it take me a minute to go through an album because like I'll love a song so much. Like yeah, I'll listen, I, I to, listen that to that song. Like, that too. like, like I, I really go like through that, that song. Like, dang, it's a good part. Like, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> for real, <laughs> I I'll that. be studying that shit for real. I feel that, especially like even like in in the events like how you said. Um, it wouldn't even be considered biting. Like someone who's a music head like myself, like you paying homage to these people that like you looked up to, mm-hmm. I would look at it and think, be like, oh, she oh, spun I feel that. Seen. Yeah, yeah, she spun that away. Right? Ain't yeah. nobody spun it like that yet. Like, right. That's dope. And so I, I love hearing stuff like that mm-hmm. where people play homage, but at the same time, add their own flair to it because that's what music is all about. Yeah. Is um, adding your own flair to it, creativity, and still giving a piece of the past to it as well. Pharrell said something else, too, uh, about how ideas are just a it's like a library and we're just checking ideas out. Mm. It's just like a big archive of like whatever you thought of. You really just grab that. From, I seen that too, you know, yeah. and I really I believe that because I'm seeing some of my ideas. <laughs> I'm like that got to be true. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I believe so I it. Just pick that one right out mm-hmm. of my, you know. So yeah. I, I believe that, and I definitely don't shy away from that either. And the more I'm getting into my craft, I definitely am like, you know what? I got to go through the rolodex of what's already out there because mm. it's out there, but nobody's done it like me. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that takes a level of really getting comfortable with yourself. Yeah. Because like it's so easy to be like, oh man, it's everybody's just out here doing that though. Like dang, yeah. it's, it's completely ruined. But nah, you didn't do that though. Yeah. And it's only one of you that can sing. Like it it it'd be like somebody like um before like it'd be like Whitney Houston hearing the national anthem, like, I can't do it. It's already been sung. <laughs> it's just like they ain't singing it like me so though. Nobody you know ever about the national anthem. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if 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 Everybody it was that kind of mind take a crack at it. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta you gotta look at it like that. Where yeah, that idea may have went to that person, but did they perfect it in the way that I could right, do it? right? Or was that idea really for them? Because like I say, your brain is nothing but just this is all frequency mm-hmm. out here, and so like we've all had those experiences where like you'll hear a song in your head and then you'll hear it on the radio. It's because that frequency was already in the airways before mm-hmm. it touched your stereo. Mm-hmm. And it's true. the same like how Pharrell was saying with ideas. I do think some people, whether it be dreams, whether it be that frequency, some people take heed to it and grab it. And some people just, nah. And it, it just goes Yo, out. Yo, the only time that I can ever freestyle is when I'm half asleep. Mm, that's crazy. <laughs> that's the only time I ever had like a successful like kick the flow like 16 freestyle you know yeah like other than that I'm horrible at freestyling but like half sleep hearing like hearing something I just like I just be it's like talking mm. but it's like a flow and it's rhyming and rim I'm like flows. damn I can't do that while I'm awake but <laughs> that's crazy you out here giving rim 16 yeah no for real 
That's word. I ain't never heard that. That's the first time I ever heard that one. <laughs> that's the only time like I'm just like flowing like people be sleepwalking. You be waking up and I've had it. <laughs> Yo, facts, facts. I've had to like roll over and write something down. Word. Like I'm doing that more. Like I can't let ideas like get away from me. I gotta like have something right there or like notes. You record yourself as well, yeah. like on your phone. Yeah, I that was see, something I that, that that yeah. was something that I had to start doing too because I didn't. I'm telling you, I did not have any process. Mm. So voice memos on the iPhone. I probably I've had an iPhone for what since I had an iPhone four, right? Mm. I just started using voice memos maybe like two years ago. Same here. Yeah, I never thought about it. Never years, crossed yeah. my mind. You know, mm. now I'm like, oh my god, I have to. Where's my phone? I gotta record this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do that all the time now. I yeah. never did that, but just ideas and. Um, just hearing, hearing certain things, like it's very, I see how I, I've been missing out. Cause I yeah. see, I see how it can help anybody in a sense of not just say artists, but just remembering stuff. And yeah. For sure. If you don't want to write something down real quick, you know, the note, the, the notepad or the, the voice memo Yeah, for me, it's been more of the voice memo, but yeah, shout out, shout out to Apple. Another, another Apple shout, shout out. out to, listen, <laughs> Apple, at this point, y'all need to. Y'all need to write, sponsor write me. a check, man. Write a check. Come sponsor on, Tim. Tim me. Cook. Tim Cook. I gave get y'all with three it, years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> She's on the rise. Get, get it now, man. Go ahead, and give yeah. her that sponsorship now, yo. Let's get it. <laughs> but I appreciate you being on the show as we come to a close. It's been an awesome interview. Thank you. Um, definitely learned some things about you that um have been daggone nourishment for my spirit because Good. like I see how a lot similarities in a sense and the things that are um you know that i didn't know about you um makes me even more intrigued and and it makes a lot of sense with the artistry of who you are as a woman and so um i appreciate you coming on the show thank you i appreciate you for feeling like you want to let me talk yeah, word, man. Word. I wanted I wanted to sit down and get to know the princess a little bit more, man. Then, thanks, uh, you know. thanks. I appreciate it. It was it was inevitable to happen. I was like, yo, I gotta I gotta get the I gotta Listen, get the East Side Princess on me. Any opportunity I have to talk. You know when I you know Listen. when I knew I was gonna put you on here? When I seen you perform at um <laughs> I seen you perform at the Skinny J event. Which K- one? And KB Skinny KB, J out here. K- yeah, he's out here. Shout out to Skinny. The one uh KB had Oh, he, when he I was, first met you, he was mm-hmm. over there, and he was doing his thing interviewing the artist. When you introduced yourself <laughs> and was here. like, "And I'm the East Side Princess," I was like, "Yep, Did that's I the that? one right there, right there." I don't remember that's that. who I needed. <laughs> I was oh, yeah. like, "Ooh, I like that," and okay. you killed that. Th- you came into that thing with just so much like. You understand me? Like, <laughs> well, I was like, "Let's get it, dog." Well, I was I'm like, "I'm bored," so. There's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I, I, and I want to finish with this, and then I'll I'll let you I'll let you go. How is that in the realm of like performing? Like, mm-hmm. what is the mind like? Is there like so a lot of people say it's nerves? Um, what what gives you that like? Um, get into the, like uh, stage, stage presence mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, I, like I said, I've been doing this a long time. Like mm-hmm. before singing, you know, like I grew up performing. I used to any rituals you do like in in a sense of like mentally preparing yourself before getting on the stage or just you just no other than just like a quick prayer you mm. know I mean it, I definitely would like to incorporate more um, like a vocal warm up and mm. things I definitely don't you want to be vocal warming up no dang that's crazy shame. it's a shame I mean sometimes I do like if I you be killing it to not be doing no vocal warm up 
I appreciate that. A few times I had my mama car on the way, I do some vocal exercises I in the car you, by myself. I seen you had snug bag on <laughs> with the uh, with the hat on. Uh, I think you were smoking a black and mild. I'm just playing. <laughs> oh my god! I, I was like, dang, she's smoking and she's. I'm just playing. I was like, I was I'm like, just, no, just, he not gonna do this right now. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> we we gonna we gonna leave that there. Cause I was like, damn, somebody see me. But anyway, I, I was like, yo, this nigga I'm is a fucking monster, yo. With, like, with that with that being said, I'm trying to be better to my voice <laughs> and warming up. That and, always amazes oh, me, bro. That's how you know it's God given talent, right I, there, bro. That's how you know Like, Shout out to Mercury Carter You're the same way <laughs> Like bro You sing like an angel But you Listen, I'm trying to get Mercury Carter To give me some vocal lessons Really Oh he's a monster out Okay yeah. Yes Shout out to Mercury I do have a, a, a ritual That I do um, Cayenne pepper and water mm, Yeah That's I a good one I do sip on that. that Before Either that or ginger Like ginger Those ginger candies mm, That's yeah. really good for Ginger's voice. good as well Yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have any rituals. I, I would definitely like to incorporate a little bit more meditation, a little bit more uh, vocal warm up mm. in the future when I have the space word, to word, do that. For sure. um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, your monster out here, yeah. Yeah, Thanks, man. I can't. I can't wait to see the continued growth. Thank you. Yeah. I, me too. I feel like you just you just getting started. Like, really? I feel mm-hmm. like I'm old. Nah. But it's Probably good to know that exter- people external to me are excited to see what yeah. happens and that you don't feel like it's stale. Because yeah. sometimes I'd be worried that it's just going to be like, damn, she's doing. I think it's because you've been, you've been doing music and, and this is something that you love. When you're passionate yeah. about something, this is something you probably, even before actually doing it, you've been thinking about it since you were a kid. Yeah. And so now as you're continuing to grow as a woman and as an artist, like I said, um, it's exciting for me because I feel like personally, even if you've been doing it for a decade, you're really just getting your coat on. Yeah. Like in the sense it of it really does feel like yourself that. As a, that's why I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm excited because I feel like you really are just like starting to click on every avenue of it. So oh, thank it's you. Dope. It's gonna be dope to see, man. Thank Definitely you, man. Be dope to see. Dang, now I'm, now I'm real excited. Yeah, man. got me excited. Let's get it, man. I love it. <laughs> I love where the city is going. You know, yeah, you're one of me the, too. you're one of the people. Like I said, not just for me. Um, you can ask KB with the the past previous artists wow. that we've had up here. You are one of the people that come into mind when female wise when I asked them. Cause I love seeing that as well. I yeah. love seeing like the male female collab. Yeah. Um, the back and forth of that. Mm-hmm. And Promise said it. Shout out to Promise and Dev yeah, said it. Like, yeah, man, Kata, your name came up. Shout out to Devin. Yeah, I really appreciate uh, the tribe of artists that are really doing dope stuff in Charlotte because uh, they all rock with each other. Yeah. You know, and it's that's. That's telling, you know, like we really got something and all I, I feel like all we need is we need to work with each other more. Yeah, it's I a process. Like it, it is a process. But I think the more we all work with each other and really like make something out of what we put together, mm. it'll like it'll make noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will. It's, it's, it's a process. I feel like we're breaking the mode of something that's been going on for years. And um, I think it's because, like, even, like, with De Niro, he was saying he didn't have the OGs that really looked out for him mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. When it came to music, anyway. Yeah. You know, like, it, it was, Me neither. It was, it, was, it was a gap there to where yeah. he made it a mission 
as he got older to make sure to collab with these particular people. Yeah. And I think this generation, just like they say, this is the generation that will be the one that get it when it comes to mental health. Mm -hmm. I feel like when it comes to Charlotte, this is the generation that will get it when it comes to the full on collaboration. Yes. It should be. And support. Also, yeah. You know, like I ain't have, I, I think De Niro, he might be a little bit older than me. We might, we might be the same age, but yeah. he's a little um, bit older than both of us by a couple of okay. years. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, De Niro been doing his thing and I say, I didn't have that either. Yeah. I, I mean, you speak to most Charlotte artists that's around our age gap. Yeah. They, they didn't. They didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my OGs was kind of my peers. Like, I feel like Luke is a little bit older than me. And mm -hmm. that that's what we was doing the same thing at mm -hmm. the same time. You know what I'm saying? But that's the that's the most OG that I got. Mm -hmm. And that's only because niggas is older than me. Yeah. But really, we didn't have, like, we was all doing that by ourselves we was on myspace we was on youtube yeah we was on that's that's where we started doing what we was doing so i think it's dope that we're all still here and that we're doing what we're doing in the city and for people that is coming up they can see what we're doing you know yeah i think that that's dope yeah it's dope yo it's dope to see event wise got another skinny j coming up yes know? again shout out to skinny j yeah. that's 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 on the agenda what is August twentieth? Twentieth, yeah. Up and swat. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. You guys check her out, man. Check out her stuff on all streaming platforms. Yes. Uh, give people your socials so they can look you up. Everything is the same on everything. Okay. Makeda Iroquois. M A K E D A I R O Q U O I S. Word word. <laughs> She spelled it out for y'all. No mistakes out it's here. It's that it, 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 dot com. <laughs> Let's get it for real. Or Google it. Everything is there. Facts. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.